Good evening. Good evening. It's Wednesday. We're drinking gin. What's the date? 25th of March. It's really hard to keep track of the day. Yeah, it is. Um, I haven't lost it yet, but it takes me a second to think, what's mm. the day, what's the date? Mm -hmm. Whereas mm -hmm. previously I had them on just new. Yeah. How are you doing? Like, how are you doing emotionally and mentally with everything at the moment? Pretty good, I think. I had a low day yesterday. I was tired, and I think that that affected it. Mm. But uh, occasionally, I it's almost like standing on a precipice. You kind of you get that wobble. Occasionally, I'm like, holy shit, this is big. Mm. And then I get into my daily, yeah. daily yeah. work and I forget, or like, forget how big it is, kind of. Um, but I'm like, I spend most of my day now trying to take care of my mental health. So I think. Well, it's working, really. I'm doing better than I think I could be, or maybe I would have done in the past if this is ha mm. if this had happened at a different point in my life. But it's taking some work because I'm using quite a few of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last few years to counter. Mm. the existential angst mm. that is just around the corner most for most of the day actually like the biggest questions like what if i died in this what if i die with the coronavirus like that's there mm. a lot mm. um and then it's like that is a a toxic and a like if the coronavirus doesn't get me, that thought pattern will kill me. So, and focus on the present because it doesn't matter because of Buddhism and Jesus Christ. Like, I have to go to that shit. Yeah. The stuff I've learned mm. from the, 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 the wisest teachers that I've come across, from Joe Rogan to, like, mm. the Buddha and the Tao and... Michael Singer, I think about his book quite a bit at the moment, The Untethered Soul. Solzhenitsyn mm. uh, is really, I just finished the Gulag Archipelago. Just when the first sort of rumblings of the story from China were happening, and I'm so glad I read it in some ways because it's providing me with such a good, um, like, it's providing me with a really good map or template to bring to each day, which is just like, well, what can I do right now to improve this situation? Mm. And I've thought as well about what I did previously that might have contributed to this situation, which is what he kind of tried to do in that book. So I feel like the support system in my head is surprisingly strong because it's never been tested mm. in such a in such a way. Yeah. I've found that as well. Oh, yeah. The the 
Well, just I found myself calling on things and being like, oh, this is this is what they were talking about mm. or like this is why I needed whatever it was that yeah. they were saying. Yeah. Like I've just found myself being like, yeah, this is why we read those things and this is why we have those examples. Because it's easy when everything's good <laughs> yeah. to just be like, yeah. Yeah, right, cool. Like, treat yeah. your neighbor like you want to be treated. Yeah. And then shit hits the fan, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's bad, but it's by no means as bad as it could and might get. Mm. But I think that these ideas are strong enough to get us through whatever yeah i think they are as well how are you doing i found it tough yeah the past two three days have been really tough yeah yeah i feel quite lost Mm. quite a lot of the time quite helpless yeah yeah i think Yeah, just as you were saying, you know, I feel like I do have a lot of supports, which I am very grateful for. But I think the thing I found hardest is understanding the place of my work in all of this, understanding how I can contribute and in what medium and form and you know, how can I do it? How can I contribute best? And I'm still trying to work that out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think I get so lost in that conundrum that I'm forgetting about taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And how I'm actually feeling Mm. so I don't know part of me feels like I'm going through each day almost as if everything was normal and just like Mm -hmm. working out how to do stuff but inside I'm very scared and um confused so um yeah I think that's just the reality at the moment. It's um, really taken its toll. And it's like, it's scary and confusing. Mm. So it's not weird that you're scared and confused. No, no. And I feel the same. Yeah. And it's about how how we deal with that and what we do. Mm. And like, this could turn into a long conversation, but like, maybe just going about your day as if nothing was wrong isn't the best way to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Because something is wrong. Yeah. I almost wish that everyone would just sit down on the floor at the same time together and start crying. Yeah. Or shouting or, you know, (laughs) like... Just have a mass freak out for a second. Yeah. Pretty cathartic. It would be. Because it's incredible what's already happened of people working at how to do their jobs, mm. not that 
at work mm-hmm. and just moving everything online seemingly. And that has been incredible, but it's also been like no time or mm-hmm. pause in between to be like, like I feel like, I feel it as like a loss, mm-hmm. you know? I feel almost like I'm grieving. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's funny. I don't think of it that way. I don't think I feel like I'm in prison. Mm. Mm. I feel like I've had m- most of my freedoms taken away. Yeah. From yeah, and I don't know if I mean that. I feel like I'm grieving, and like I feel like I would feel if I was grieving for yeah. a person. I just yeah. feel like maybe it is the the grieving over my loss, loss. of freedom. Yeah, we've um, lost it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, my brother lives in Vancouver, and he was telling me, and then I saw a video of it, actually, on social media, of at 7 o'clock or something like that, every evening, the residents of downtown Vancouver go into their balconies and applaud and yell and cowbells and stamp their feet and stuff for the emergency first responders. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was probably very helpful yeah. to you physically. It's this yeah. huge release. You yeah. Can just, you oh. can scream into the... Yeah. And like, and it will come across, and it's like everyone doing it together for a pause or because so goddamn Canadian. But that's why I love being a Canadian because it's like, that's actually like, it's, it would be easy to be like, oh, that's so Canadian. Oh my God, they're so clappy, clappy. But like, mm. that's what people need right now, I think, which is mm. just this like, some guy on a balcony in the high rise near us was singing. You'll never walk alone the Liverpool mm. football team's anthem. And, like, everybody probably wants to start bursting that out, but we've been to Britain, which is so goddamn tight. The bottle up. But anyway, anyway. Today, like, I feel like we could just keep talking, but let's talk about what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. Which is one of the 10 ways to stay sane or I'm not sure. They're supports, eh? Yeah. They're things that will hopefully support all of us during this time. And limiting the amount of time you spend looking at screens, around screens, checking the news, checking your emails, checking the WhatsApp, Checking These, Instagram, checking Facebook, checking yeah, your messages, yeah. checking your email. I mean, everything. In some ways, it might be like, oh, this is contradictory with another one of our suggestions, which is connecting with people. Because now the main ways, well, yeah, pretty much the only way we're going to connect with people who aren't directly living with us is through a screen. Definitely. But like a running thread through all of this or all of these things we've been saying, I think is rather than trying to set yourself rules or limits or, you know, thou shalt not do this. It's just about knowing what your intention is when you're doing it. So don't, don't let your screen exposure (laughs) or intake become mindless. Yeah. You know, like when you're going to be connecting with a friend or a family member, you know, there's your real purpose and reason for doing it. When you're going to be watching the movie, 
with your partner, like that's a shared experience, you know, know why you're doing it. If you've just found yourself suddenly picking up your phone and without thinking, scrolling through the news, scrolling through the Instagram thread, do you need to be doing it right then? You know, maybe set yourself the time of day that you will do that scrolling and browsing and looking. But otherwise it's, for me, the way I see it is otherwise it's, it's adding to that mindless chatter that I already have to deal with in my mind. You know, my mind is already pretty damn good at jumping from one thing to the next and telling me one story and then another story. And I know that the more I, without thinking, look at all of those social media platforms and yeah. just pick up my screen, yeah. the more I do that, the louder that chattering is mm. and the louder those interruptions become in my head. Mm. Oh, why are you doing this? Have you talked about this? Have you mm. phoned this person? Yeah. 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 It seems to be something to do with the design of them and the way that they affect our dopamine receptors or dopaminergic system and shit like that with this. Giving us the juice or the fix um, seems to like increase the chatter and also decrease our strength to Mm. stay on one thought. Yeah. And make our own decisions and choices consciously. Yeah, Yeah, I've actually had a... uh, I'm thinking a lot about screens at the moment because, like, paradoxically, we've been forced to take all of our life online yeah. with self-isolation. But I think that that's actually a big reason we're in this mess. Yeah. Because we were too focused on the screen. Mm. We forgot to, like, take care of the, the, the mother earth we forgot to take care of the planet and we forgot to take care of the basics and now we're like forced to wash our hands and think about what we did wrong and like but to keep working to keep connecting to keep socializing we have to put more and more time into our screens mm-hmm. so like i used to watch a podcast or a lecture or something like that or just music or the radio or something, but always on the computer. I set my computer open every time I cook dinner or wash dishes or did chores. And now I'm not because I have my screen open for the whole day. Mm. I have multiple screens open all day. Now when I close down my laptop, it feels like a liberation. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm trying to de-escalate my screen time even in the middle of it taking over the rest of my life and I think that it's going to help me massively because I was getting to the end of the day and my eyes were bugging out of my head and my brain felt just squeezed It's it's not quite a headache it's like a pressure and it's like yeah so it's walking the fine line like in some ways i wish i could just dig tomatoes all day but or potato dig dig potatoes but um (laughs) that's not the world we live in and the way to help 
one of the ways to help that I'm going to try and do is like to teach, tutor kids online and need to do that online. So it's not the time to reject the screen, but I think this, this is making me reevaluate definitely my relationship with my screen. Yeah. And I hope that we all do to a certain extent because we were, we just, yeah, I guess it's worth thinking about like how you want to come out of this, like this period of time. And do we all want to be coming out of this period of time and have like a chain to our laptop uh-huh. and to our uh-huh. phones and have that? Or do we want to come out of it and like feel the freedom of hugging people again yeah. and embracing people yeah. and going out and walking in the park leaving the phone yeah. and the laptop behind yeah. because we know what life is like now if we stay indoors all yeah. day and look at our screens too much of a good thing and it's not as good no, <laughs> it's exactly. not as good version of exactly. life exactly we yes exactly that's what i've seen like yeah you can talk to somebody through a phone but it's the, it's not as good. It's way better to yeah. be able to touch somebody. Yeah, like... the touch is massive. Yeah. And um, man, I had a phone call, like a you know, a three-way conversation with my two best friends the other day, and it felt brutal not not being able to just reach out and hug them uh-huh. and put my hand on their hand. Yeah, and this isn't the way. To live. No. But it seemed to be before this shit went down. It was like, oh, I could just Skype. It's so convenient. Yeah. Mm. So in the short term, I'm going to try to limit my screen exposure. Not completely to minimal levels because we're watching The Sopranos right now and it's dope and I want to keep watching it. And we're going to watch a movie and... Like, I need to work on the computers like this. I'm not going completely minimalistic, but with where I would have reached for it every time, now I might not do it every time. And like, mm. we played Scrabble instead of watching a movie. A couple I enjoyed ago. that so <laughs> much. I know. Like, we never do it, apart from Christmas, kind of. And I'm actually considering whether we should play Scrabble tonight instead of watching a film on our laptop. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Well, it would be a suitable way to end this. Uh... But whatever. Watch the film, you yeah. know, do what you need to do. <clears throat> Go on Instagram. But just be aware of it, I think. <clears throat> be conscious. And just, yeah, really think about how do you want your relationship with your screens, all of them, to be when you come out of this as well. Yeah. And And as always, stay safe. Take care of yourself. Yeah, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye.